Welcome to the Dell Technologies Edge and IoT Power Chat podcast series, where you hear from the experts about edge and IoT, safety and security, and computer vision technologies. Hello, everyone. Bruce Hall here, and welcome to another Dell Technologies Edge and IoT Power Chat. And today we're going to talk about smart cities. And our guest is Ms. Shilpa Kolhatkar. And Shilpa is the Business Development Manager for AI Nations and Smart Cities for NVIDIA, who's a key Dell partner. How are you doing today, Shilpa? Fantastic. Good morning, Bruce. And thank you very much for being on the podcast. Could we start with a little bit of your background, please? Absolutely. First of all, thank you for having me. I lead business development for AI Nations and Smart Cities at NVIDIA. And in my role, I'm responsible for leading the global effort to grow NVIDIA's footprint in the public sector market, which is to help governments harness the accelerated computing and AI from edge all the way to the cloud and to address economic growth, national security, and citizen experiences. So as the smart cities lead, I am looking at accelerating the adoption of NVIDIA's GPU accelerated computing to solve pressing challenges that are faced by many cities these days. Shilpa, the term smart city is becoming quite a buzzword. Can we start with your definition of what makes up a smart city? Yeah, Bruce, the idea behind a smart city is really to provide a high quality of life to the people and at the same time ensure economic vitality and sustainability of the city. So if you think about it, it's really about what's important to the residents of the city, as well as what are the careabouts of the city officials. So it really boils down to questions like, how safe is it for me to live in my city? How efficiently can I get about my business daily? And things like a clean and healthy living condition, pollution and traffic congestion situations to be under control. And on the economic front as well, What is the job or the business scene and how are the growth prospects lined up? So that really boils down to the livability and economic vitality aspect. And speaking of safety and security, if you think about first responders agencies, for example, they're really looking for ways to respond very quickly to incidents. Can you give an example of how technology could help them respond more quickly? What if they could capture all the incident scene information and evidence from an incident and transmit it back to a central office instantly and compare, let's say, the license plate scans against their database? What makes this possible is a city that provides that enabling infrastructure with the energy, with the connectivity and the computing horsepower that's needed to allow these essential services for both people as well as businesses. What else can help make a city smart? The other aspect that makes a city smart is really around having a smart energy system, something that is sustainable, because smart energy is what should be powering this digital infrastructure, which is backed up by a resilient and a secure data center. As you can imagine, energy efficient data center is not just good for our pocketbooks, but it's also good for the planet. And that is an important consideration and top of mind for many cities today is around sustainability. So I would say that understanding how people are using the resources and then based on that, optimizing the infrastructure to provide best citizen experience is what defines a smart city. What are some of the challenges cities are facing that becoming a smart city might help with? You know, let me start with a few examples that probably each one of us has faced. Anyone driving around for more than 10 minutes in a downtown is, for example, painfully aware of this, which is drivers not knowing where parking is available 
or passengers not knowing how long a bus is going to take to arrive, or cities not knowing what's the most optimal length for a light at an intersection, hence leading to suboptimal timings at intersections of lights, which adds to terrible traffic congestions. So these are just the aspects that we face day to day. But city officials are facing huge costs during the winter season due to the cost incurred by snowplowers. Well, being from New England, that's near and dear to my heart. Can you tell us more about that? I recently read a report around a daily cost of up to a million dollars across just 4,000 snowplowers just for a day. And these costs are incurred based on how many hours the snowplowers are at task. It's a human effort to go in and verify the invoice for the number of hours that the plower was at work. And if this can be automated by having the AVL data from the snowplower directly and validate that with the number of hours that were billed, that removes the manual effort required for every single invoice. This type of automation actually helps to augment the worker's day-to-day job as well as it results in total cost savings for the city. So beyond livability, are there other factors that compel cities to become smart cities? It's not just about livability, it's also about the competitiveness of a city and the nation at large, because nations are really facing this imperative to make sure that things like mobility and smart energy as fundamentals Singapore is a great example. It's one of the densest cities, and hence it's investing heavily on improving mobility, on intelligent transportation systems. How do city planners identify those problems that becoming a smart city might help with? With challenges, we have to think about a solution starts with understanding what the problems are. And in case of a city, it's understanding what do residents want? What are the city officials struggling with? We know that urban population is on the rise. In many cases, large amounts of existing public infrastructure is underutilized, overused, or is just used inefficiently due to just a lack of real-time information. Use cases like smart traffic monitoring, congestion management, smart parking, waste management, public safety are some of the top-of-mind items for cities. Thanks so much for outlining those challenges, Shilpa. How can AI and machine learning be used to make a city smarter and help address these challenges? Great question. I believe that we are at a point in time where there are powerful technological forces that are shaping the way we live, work, play, and learn. And these are technologies like 5G and AI and edge computing. As you can imagine, cities have a wealth of information For example, ticket sales on mass transits or local tax information or crime and police reports, sensors and cameras on the road. So there's all sorts of sensors that's gathering data about different types of things like weather and wind, road surface temperature and conditions, air and water quality, foot traffic or vehicle traffic and so on. Now, all this data needs AI and automation to make sense of it because data needs AI to draw insights from it. So by gathering real-time data combined with the capabilities of artificial intelligence, cities are indeed realizing interesting ways to run more effectively and efficiently. Shilpa, can you take us a little bit deeper into the mechanics of how AI makes cities smarter? I'd like to break that out into two steps in terms of how AI can be used to make cities smarter. The first step is by helping officials learn about how people are using the cities 
And then the second step is using that data on the usage to then improve the infrastructure and optimize the use of those resources. So it is about collecting more and better data because you really cannot manage what you cannot measure. What is the richest source of existing data that cities could exploit? When it comes to sensors, we really believe that video cameras is the richest sensor out there. Cities, agencies like law enforcement or mass transit or airport authorities are looking to unlock the value of this video data through intelligent video analytics to look at different types of activities, anomalies or patterns that are captured in a video footage. The possibilities of machine learning and deep learning are numerous. It includes anything from analyzing satellite images for helping with disaster relief, for example, or for getting accurate status on wildfires or floods, as we've recently seen with some of the calamities in Australia around fires. Or it can even help with detecting fraudulent disability claims, like social security disability claims, to detect patterns which look fraudulent. These are some of the ways in which AI and machine learning can be used to make a city smarter. I understand you have an example of using technology to aid disabled citizens. A very heartwarming example, which I recently come across, is through one of our partners. We've developed a solution for the disabled, for the blind. It's basically a pair of eyeglasses and headphones that the blind person can wear. And that really helps in terms of providing the situational awareness to the person around what's going on around him or her as they walk in the streets. For example, watch out for obstacles, watch out for skateboarders around them. So it really boils down to making everybody's life simple, including the disabled people in our community. What technologies must be deployed to realize a smart city solution? So we spoke about data and tons and tons of data that is available to cities. Data needs AI, but it's also important to consider the right smart city architecture, an architecture which is capable of processing the data and drawing actionable insights from it. It should have an architecture which is tiered, which means that it needs to be able to process data at the edge, right where the device is collecting all the data, all the way to the cloud. Can you give an example of where processing is needed at the edge? In many situations, you really need real-time decisions, which cannot withstand latency. For example, in case of smart traffic monitoring. In those situations, you need compute power right at the roadside or at the intersections. Speaking of tiered architecture, storage goes hand in hand with compute. So I mentioned a variety of different sensors before, and the richest sensor of them all is really cameras, generating immense volumes of data. For example, for autonomous cars, you're looking at one terabyte of data per vehicle per day. So there's a need to have compute close to where the data is being generated. What other considerations should be taken into account when planning a smart city architecture? The other aspect to consider when designing a smart city solution is anticipating the upgrades and future extensions that will be required. For that, you have to have an easy way to upgrade and manage the architecture, the solution, which includes the pieces of software that goes onto those devices. This concludes part one of our podcast. Check back for part two, where Shilpa advises on technology to realize smart city benefits, addresses privacy concerns, 
shares examples of where AI was used to drive outcomes for smart cities, describes NVIDIA's Metropolis platform for smart cities, and shares a look into the future, where to find more info, and final thoughts.